0: of power in the north. Black spirits and white, red spirits and gray, we summon these wine spirits and witches this day. day. Hello and welcome to Wine, Spirits, and, and Witches. This is Monica and this is Shauna and we're your high priestess for this evening and that sounded so good. We were in sync
1: I know. Can you believe that? We were we're... totally in sync for once.
0: Because we're in person. We're We're in person. This is like a family reunion. It's amazing. I know. And we have Jarrell here joining us today. Hi. We are going to talk about astrology and witchy shit and planets hopefully be nice. Daryl has this really devious look on his face. Uh, <laughs> I think yeah. that was... This is my time right Little. now.
1: We're in Scorpio time. so yes. We
0: are.
2: We are in Scorpio time. It's exciting.
0: Yes. I like Scorpio season. I don't mind Scorpio season at all. Um, Monica's very upset that it seems that my baby will be a Sag instead of a Scorpio.
1: Are we rooting for this Scorpio baby on my birthday or on Vinny's birthday? Either one.
0: Well, I think I've learned that he's really stubborn. So maybe you need to start telling him that you want him to be a Sag and he'll come early. Maybe. Maybe will yeah, do the some, opposite. Yeah. 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 Some <laughs> reverse psychology. That might be the way to go. Yeah. Yeah. I can hear you. Right? Yeah, I know. Felix. He's hearing us. Come. Come out.
1: Come out wherever you are. Come out.
0: I I was shooting for for Halloween.
1: Yeah, I know. I know. Me too. But gee, God. Well, as long as he's within that time frame, (sighs) we shall see. It
0: just means extra sleep for me for right now. Before we start and before we dive in, I wanted to give a shout out to our two new stragglers on Patreon, Aaron and Angie. All right. Welcome. They have joined the WSW Coven. So they get bonus episodes, Spell of the Month, and um, for those of you that have gone on and checked as of today, I shared a little secret with everyone on Patreon. Oh. And Monica, you guys should see the look on her face. She's like, oh, what the fuck? Mm -hmm. And I'm just not going to say anything other than that. So Mm -hmm. there you go, Monica. Okay. (laughs) I think I should be in the loop, don't you think? You you would think, but you know, you're Uh not, so. Okay, (laughs) (laughs) thanks, thanks. Thanks a lot. (laughs) (laughs) You're very, very welcome. So tonight I'm drinking Coke
1: Zero. Okay. And I am drinking beer. What are you drinking, Jarrell? I am
2: drinking a shot of Strega. Is that what I'm smelling?
1: That's what you're smelling. Yes. That's what you're smelling. So here, cheers, everybody. Cheers to everyone. And we have Ricky on board tonight. Yeah. Everybody. Say
0: hi, Ricky. God,
1: don't be a brood. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> mm, that's good. What do you think, Jerome? Oh, that is very sweet. Yeah,
2: I've never had this before, but I like it.
1: Yeah, it's gonna burn all the way down. you're gonna feel like a oh,
2: oh yeah, this is burning.
1: Oh yes. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> now you want to know why, why I go? It's good though. I like it. Oh that's no, fine. it's do delicious. It. But it's, it's like a, it, it'll, it'll, it'll do it. What did oh. you did you drink yours, Ricky? Yeah. You like it.
0: He's no, Strega before. before. Okay, okay, cool. I cool. uh, is perfect, especially when it's cold, because it just warms you from the inside out. It's mm-hmm. excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's very rude that Monica didn't drink some with you guys. So that I might we could have capture. a shot later. Yeah.
1: Because want, they want to see me go like, hey, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. she like their sound effects and faces <laughs> and all sorts of stuff that goes with it. It's yeah. great. Yeah. Entertaining yeah. for the whole family. We shall see. We shall see.
1: So, Jarrell, take it away with November's astro report
2: okay so first and foremost happy birthday scorpios and you, later in the you, month happy birthdays, um you um november sagittarius is it is it <laughs>
0: sagittarius is sagittarian what is the Are right word don't... Sagittarius, Sagittarius,
2: but plural. I'm not sure. I think I I normally just say Sagittarius, but <laughs> I don't yeah. think that's right. Sagittari- Sagittarius. Well, if anyone out there, alt- kind of sounds better. Sagittarians. Sagittarians? Yeah, Sagittarian
0: yeah, Sagittarians sounds, sounds better. Yeah I, think. yeah, I think it
2: probably is Sagittarius. Yeah, Actually, Sagittari- no, I I know I've seen in like some books it's Sagittarians, like uh, like it would be Scorpios or Leo's, Virgos, right. right.
1: So, but, yeah. But see, there's but, Aquarius but, and then there's Aquarians. Aquarians. Yeah. So I think so. it's going to be Sagittarians. I think, mean, yeah. I, I
0: know, avoid yeah. this whole thing by just saying Sagis. There you go. <laughs> and <laughs> that's how I have avoided being incorrect well, about it's, this. It's
2: a couple less syllables, so it's that's nicer.
0: <laughs> I don't have to buy as many letters. It's fine. <laughs> well,
2: Sagittarius is also just like, it's it's one of the harder uh zodiac signs to spell. Yeah. For the longest time I thought it was with two G's. It's Me actually too. one G and two Ts. Is it oh, really? Yeah. really? Oh
0: god.
2: It's very different. It's not what I
0: Planned. thought. Again, it it's a lot been... easier to just spell and say sash. Sag. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Anyhow, but yeah, happy birthday, Scorpios. This is uh pretty much your month. So um November 2021 is um there's a lot going on in this month. Oh, <laughs> I guess that's a nice <laughs> way to say it. Well, okay. So I'm just going to go ahead and say it. November is going to suck. And so will December. Oh,
0: so, man. You know, <laughs> Jarrell, like, is this really sweet, soft-spoken guy, and he has this really sweet smile, and you think he's really nice, but then he comes with shit like this, and he <laughs> says it with a smile on, and I'm like, I don't know if you're trying to soften the blow, or if you're just a dick, and you're really enjoying the, like, delivering the bad news. No, I mean, like, I,
2: no one really likes being the bearer of walls. I mean, some people maybe, but... No, I mean, like, it's just, I, I've been, like, living with this news for, like, months, so oh, wow. it's kind of like, I, you, you know, already know, so I this already is know. already old yeah. news to you. Yeah, okay. so, but, um so, part of why November is going to be just very energetically challenging, remember how throughout the year we were talking about that Saturn-Uranus square, right? And then it had its exact square hit like in you know late january but then also in june and stuff like that well in november it's not hitting it's actually going to hit in december but um it's not a perfect square so if you were to imagine like by degree you know um saturn and aquarius are at like 15 degrees that would be like a perfect square if they're both that degree so they're kind of going to be off by a particular range and it's usually going to throughout the month of november between like a like five to seven degree range so it's still enough for them to be activated and that's throughout all of november but what november is going to carry is the actions of mars mars right now is in scorpio and is making a grand trine to those or sorry not a grand trine a grand square to both of those planets so and that's why november is not great
0: i find it hilarious that this is also the month of like thanksgiving for those of you that are in america so which Mm -hmm. means that like you've got all of this i'm assuming aggression because that all sounds very aggressive to me (laughs) and then we're gonna like throw fucking thanksgiving dinner in there yeah may the odds be in everyone's favor
2: yeah so um Uh, But yeah, so and and that's that's really why November is going to be very, um, very challenging is because of um, how Mars is moving Um, and it's moving right in that sweet sweet spot position to where it's going to be opposing Uranus, but it's going to be squaring um, Saturn like the whole month. And then in December, he's going to start to move out of Scorpio, which is great. But then what happens is Saturn and Uranus finally make that exact square
0: Mm.
2: in December. So, but that energy is basically going to carry throughout.
1: So we're going to go out with 2021 with a bang.
2: Yeah. Basically. Yeah, basically. Oh Oh, right. we'll get to December next time
0: because
2: <laughs> yes, yes, yes. there's some crazy stuff in uh, December as well. Do you know
0: what? I'm just happy that by the time December hits, this baby will be out of me and I can drink again. So yeah, it's, right. it's going to yeah. be okay. it's, it's your, There's
2: your it justification. Right yeah. Now. And you know, I, you know, just kind of, um, I guess like, a, a just a heads up, you know, the, the rest of this year, unfortunately, energetically, there's going to be a lot of challenges. Um, And when I look into 2022, uh, the way it starts off is kind of rocky, but then a couple months in, it really gets so much better, and then it becomes a party by spring. Oh, nice. so Absolutely. it's all so right. so. Twenty twenty two definitely has some amazing, amazing stuff, and it's it's so much better than what we were enduring this year. So,
0: I mean, it's going to be a six year, which is all about like yeah. love and nurturing. So that's really good too. This is a year, as far as numerology goes, it's very um, intense and ambitious but not always good with the follow through it can be very overwhelming yeah um and since we are like just at the end of the year and we're wrapping up the last two months it's like we are on a global cycle here that we are wrapping up and finishing so there's a lot of like karmic loose ends and challenges and stuff that we have to face at the end to kind of try and tie that shit up in a nice neat little package so that we can have this party in 2022 (laughs) For all of you wondering what that weird noise is, it's because Monica's smooching her dog. I know I'm going to get messages from people going, what am I hearing? I'm He's hearing, hearing he Monica sound effects. That's what you're hearing. <laughs>
2: okay. So, So, well, yeah, but I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that because, yeah, when it comes to like the karmic stuff, the patterns and the cycles, you know, that's, that's really whenever we see big challenges like that, uh, it activates those patterns and cycles. And they're meant... To be there so you can handle them. You know what I mean? Because if you don't, you just kind of let it sit and become like stagnant, or you just let it keep building up, then it'll just get worse and worse and worse until you finally have to. Yeah. You know what I mean? And if that is the case where you just kind of let all these like heavy energies just stack and stack and stack, when these exact squares or opposition hits, it that's when it kind of releases the kraken on you. Because it's like, well, if you haven't dealt with it by now we're going to make you deal with it now. (laughs) I feel like that
0: is like a tower tarot card. That's what that is because it's crisis, Mm -hmm. but it's change. It's required change that you otherwise weren't initiating in some way. So the universe came in and punched you in the face and made it happen. Yeah.
2: And how wonderful that we're in November because for all these Scorpios out there, that is actually the, the wisdom of that archetype, you know? Oh, yeah. Because, you know, When we talk about Scorpio or anyone, you know, we we know a lot about Scorpio through pop astrology. And, you know, I think one of the biggest words people use to describe a Scorpio is intense or vengeful or watch out because they'll mess you up, you know. Yeah. You know, and, you know, there, you know, there there might be truths with those stereotypes. But when you're really looking at the archetype of Scorpio... um, it does have that flavor of intensity, but it, it's really because you have to look at, you know, what the sun is doing when it goes through, you know, that sign. You know, at this point in the year, when we're looking at, you know, what the sun is doing, you know, we're already past the uh, autumn equinox, and the sun is now um, traveling lower to the earth. And so the nights are getting longer. This is like the middle of autumn, you know. So and every time that we look at every season, all of the fixed signs, they're what sustain the energy of that season. And autumn is a season that is all about, you know, that coldness, that sort of like um, dryness, you know, of being able to separate this from that, but then also um, holding true to just that energy you know and every every sign that is fixed has that same intensity do you know what i mean yeah so like um that's part of like where that comes from but because scorpio is a water sign you know that intensity that intensity is centered around your emotions your you know intuitive nature um and because um scorpio is also um traditionally ruled by Mars. There's that fight in Scorpio also. You know what yeah, I mean? there is. You know what I mean? I, in modern astrology, Scorpio is ruled by Pluto. So even if that's the perspective or the angle that you take, that still has an intensity to there's it there's still a bite with that. Yeah, there's yes. still a bite.
0: Every every Scorpio I know has that intensity to them. And I think most of them were very outwardly. Yeah, you know most of them. I don't think Monica really does. You know, I, I don't think so. Do you?
2: I don't know. I think I'm I pretty... think I yeah. well, you know, I I, I think it depends, think... depends on the day. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah, there we go. I think that's when a good way to put it. Day. Yeah, it depends oh. on the day. I think well with the magic and the intuition. Oh, yeah. I think there's definitely like the intensity there. Mm-hmm. I feel like you're a lot nicer than most Scorpios. Yeah, that's them. what
1: I've been told by a lot of people. Because when I they ask my sign and I tell them, they go, oh. So Scorpio, they go oh, and well, I'm like, it's not
0: that from bad. Greenland, too, she's a Scorpio, and she's really, really nice. And so it's like, if you don't know her that well, you'd be like, you're not a Scorpio. Yeah. But we call her Taz for a reason because we've seen her yeah. act like a Tasmanian <laughs> devil. So that Scorpio's there. Yeah. <laughs> but I also
1: have Libra to uh,
0: that, and Virgo That's balance you out. Yeah, yeah. that mm-hmm. makes sense. And,
2: and yeah, I think that that really like just goes to show that you know when you're looking at your personality you really have to look at everything that's in a chart right, because right. there are other energies from other signs that will mitigate or like really amplify you know what wherever the sun is in your right. case it's scorpio in your case it's like aquarius and you know you know how sometimes like you just meet people and you know and it's like you really know what they are like you can tell yep. but then there are some you think you know and then you it's you don't yeah I know. like like okay. i know with me for example most people think i'm everything except the sign that i am <laughs> you know
0: it's true when i first found out that you were a leo i was like no you're not like <laughs> yeah. you're a virgo yeah, yeah. right
2: so, but I do also like in my chart, I can see why that virgo comes out because my Mercury is in Virgo and that is the happiest place for Mercury to be. He's mm-hmm. not only um, um, at home in that sign, but he's also exalted. He's the only planet that is both domicile and exalted in the same sign. Mm-hmm. All the other planets, they have like their home bases and then they have a sign where they party. You know but it's usually not the same and so just i think by default of me having mercury in that placement it really comes out this is
0: just totally random but you say that and it's like being at home and partying and i was just like where would that be for me i'm like in bed with a bunch of fluffy yeah. pillows and some <laughs> snacks like yeah i could be at home and partying yeah. right there yeah <laughs> Yes. Yeah, so I'm so, imagining like a mercury statue in bed with like a giant bucket of popcorn like yeah. anyway. My head goes to weird places these days. No, it's totally cool. But yeah,
2: so so Scorpio is definitely like I mean, I say this about all the signs but it's it's definitely like one of my favorites because you know, there's so many significations that became associated with Scorpio throughout the years, you know. It's just because of that intensity and because of that really um that center on like intuition and you know you know fixed nature and stuff like that um they say that if you're really carrying that scorpio energy it makes you a good investigator it makes you really good at like you know um forensics or even shamanic work or psychology because you are dealing with emotions all the time it's like your nature to be involved with that so closely and you can pick it apart And really analyze it you know so Scorpio also in that sense is really good energy to tap into if you're starting to do your shadow work Mm -hmm. so with that being said we have a new moon coming up on the fourth and I would definitely say like with the new moon and we're planting our seeds for our magic or just you know just energetic intentions that would be a good time to start doing stuff like that if you haven't already i mean i think we've already like just throughout the months been saying like gotta do it gotta do it broken record you know but this especially is going to be good for that like because the energy is there for it and also we're we're like way into the the dark time of the year too so this is also like the perfect season for it you know, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm.
0: it very much you know it's funny that you say that because it very much so is, and um I did I brand like a Halloween reading special I do this like every year, and it's just through email which is always challenging for me because I can't ask the person like hey am I on the right track you know mm-hmm. you got to just kind of like trust fall with that intuition, um but something that I feel came up with a lot of them had something to do with shadow work or healing and but not just like oh go like you know get some reiki like like heal like dig through those wounds and fucking heal them and it was Mm -hmm. like really interesting because i saw that come up a lot with these readings oh that's so so, fascinating and i'm like well like now it's like starting to make more sense with just where we are in the year and how you just broke it down i'm like oh all right but that's cool because it means i think that the people that that came up for it they're just writing that cosmic wave mm-hmm. like exactly as they should then so that's yeah. cool
2: yeah and you know that's 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 a big part of like what the dark season is for is really to you know get yourself to that very introspective space and really assess like what works for you what doesn't on top of revisiting you know those cycles and patterns that you've had throughout your life or they might even be generational or ancestral patterns and cycles, you know? Mm -hmm. So like, and you know, it is the season, you know, the veil is thin right now. This is the time to connect with your ancestors so you can do just that, you know? And I think it's great that the new moon in Scorpio starts at the beginning of this month because it's like now you have this whole, you know, tide that you can ride, right from the beginning you know yep. into december so um i will say though this 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 time around the new moon in scorpio does feel a little bit agitated though because there is that very loose opposition to uranus mm-hmm. um but with that being said if you whatever it is that you decide to do whatever seeds you decide to plant you know it's just the Energy for that sudden change or that sudden inspiration is definitely going to be there. You know what I mean? So, you know, it, if it works, just do it. You know, <laughs> like that's what I would say if it's going to work. So, I like it. So, yeah. Um, the one thing though that is interesting about Scorpio and the moon is we have to also remember that all of the planets have their signs, like we mentioned before that they just feel at home at or that they can party in but then they also have those signs where they feel like they're on the outskirts or they feel like they're like experiencing shame or something like that so this is actually a sign that the moon doesn't like to be in surprisingly
0: really yeah. i would have totally thought the opposite for I know, some reason i
2: know right and I, you know i when i learned this for the first time like years ago i was like oh my gosh oh my gosh, why, does, why is the moon in, you know, uh, fall in this sign? The moon is really debilitated in this sign, so she doesn't like it.
1: <laughs> Weird.
2: And you wouldn't think that. And the reason why is because when you look at where the moon really thrives as far as with what she wants to do, you know, the moon's job in everyone's life is to help you and support you um, through finding comfort, finding a way to, you know, feed your needs, to, to be nurtured. To how mother you, moon, to mother Yeah, you. mother moon, exactly. But then when you put her in a sign that is combative because of Mars and is highly emotional, sometimes to the point of being dramatic,
0: than you know, it's mother and a teenager. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. It, it, All right. So it, it it kind of feels like like that for her. And it's not to say that she still can't do her job in that sign. Every every planet will have that one sign that they don't like to be in and it doesn't mean that they can't do their job well. It just they do it in a way that's not natural to them. So in this sign, she has to find a way to nurture above the iciness of Scorpio. You know what I mean? She has to find a way to nurture um, when she's like so highly intuitive and can basically not even touch things, but just know everything that's going on. You know what I mean? And she's like really hypersensitive in this sign. And that's why she finds her fall here, you know? so um with that being said if you're doing work with this new moon you know just keeping that in mind that if you really tap into this energy of scorpio through the moon you might be really sensitive you know and uh, excuse me um but what's also interesting though too is you know we have um just a little bit after this new moon we do have mercury and we have mars starting to form this conjunction early in this sign and that's gonna happen like on the 10th and so whatever seeds that you've planted like a few days later like basically almost a week later we're gonna get this like really interesting conjunction between mercury which is about communication and you know self expression and then you have mars which is the planet of action and trying to win and triumph over adversity right but they're gonna basically hold hands (laughs) during this time so what happens is um, for some people especially because of that square to saturn and then that opposition to Uranus um what can happen energetically with a lot of people is they can be very um uh angry in the way they communicate or very blunt you know so um i think a funny uh metaphor analogy that i like to use it's you know when you get um mercury and mars together it's kind of like a drag queen just reading someone to filth you know (laughs) what I mean (laughs) the energy for that is definitely there and you know it's funny if you're not the subject of their their reading you know yeah (laughs) you know but like if you are the subject of that like it can be really tense you know and sometimes it's like we get in this like energy and we don't realize that we're in it you know because you're kind of you know jaded and rolling with that energy right but so just something to watch out for so on the on the 10th of the month that energy is definitely going to be there and that's probably one of the more challenging uh transits of the month is on the 10th because you've got mars and mercury together and then they're squaring saturn so you know there's already this like quick witted bitey like communication but you know potentially happening with people and then because they're squaring Saturn Saturn's like yeah if you want to say no just say no to everything <laughs> and then if, and then the opposition to Uranus is like well um you can say no to everything but I'm just going to do what, what I want anyway because I'm a rebel you know, you know, so it's, it's like that recipe for disaster and yeah. it could be good and it could be bad. It just really depends on the context of every situation, you know?
0: I feel like it's going to be a hell of a day for road rage. Oh yeah. Yeah. Stay yeah. On it. yeah. Mm-hmm. Stay
2: home. Stay home. Just stay home. You yeah, know, stay it's, home. <laughs> it's funny because when I was trying to come up with a general theme for this month, you know, I ended up saying like, you know, just, just dig deep. You know, I feel like that's a really good positive message, but originally it was find a rock and hide under it. something. that's where I went. Well, you know, I don't I don't want to encourage violence, but
0: like. <laughs> when you're done hiding under it, if you need to you then have a really good weapon just yeah. in case. I like that. So but but I mean I
2: I went with, you know, like this theme of like you know just dig deep because you know that that is the archetype of Scorpio is to really be able to see these challenges that you're facing and like to dig deep beyond it you know to see how it can actually positively um uplift your life you know it's it's kind of like you know when they say like if You know when things get tough the tough get going or like you know if you've hit rock bottom the only way you can go is up Mm -hmm. kind Mm -hmm. of a thing it's kind of working with that energy of like you just have to dig for that strength to like carry through you know what i mean and if you do it how rewarding that energy would be you know what i mean
0: i like that that's true
2: And because energetically there are a lot of those obstacles, all of, most of November is about that square. And remember we were talking about before, you know, it's different between planets that are opposing each other because it's like there's a face-off, but when you have planets that are squaring each other, it doesn't mean things can't get done. You just have to be creative in a way that they get done because there are blocks in the way you know what i mean so all these planets that are potentially like trying to do this like really intense like sort of actions you know or jobs you know like um uranus is trying to rebel saturn's trying to say no to everything or put boundaries on everything and then you have mars trying to fight everything you know what i mean so it's like those are the planets that are squaring each other you know so can still get stuff done you can still get stuff done you just have to be a little bit more creative you know and i think that's that's why people don't like aspects like this because of course we just want things to be easy like why can't things just be easy right (laughs) Right.
0: would you say um that it's a good time to like pick and choose your battles wisely
2: yes okay absolutely because
0: i mean because the one thing that i know about scorpios is that they It's really interesting because I feel like Libra is the one that's the scales That's about like justice and fairness But Scorpios have a thing about justice and fairness too They do And then when we, you know What you've brought up with like Mercury and Mars And so it's like things being argumentative I feel like it's one of those things Where you can see injustice or things that aren't fair Maybe not even happening to you But just happening And it makes you want to open your mouth and say something And this might be one of those times to really think twice before you do. And I'm not saying don't stand up for what's right and what's fair because I think more people need to. But I think that instead of just running your mouth or making some kind of shit post about it, analyze and say, do I have a leg to stand on? Is there something I can actually do? And Mm -hmm. and if that's the case, then sure, maybe that then you should go for it this month. But Mm -hmm. otherwise, maybe it is like... said it just say no to everything is that saturn Saturn, yeah Yeah. then just do what saturn (laughs) says and just otherwise just say no No, just say no yeah (laughs) no means no yeah
2: no means no (laughs) so but you know i think it's so fascinating that you actually picked up on that because you're right like scorpio does you know have this um i guess like energy of like fairness and like justice and stuff like that because remember one of the archetypal energies of the autumn starts with the cardinal sign and who's the cardinal sign it's libra so libra actually has a vision for how the energy of this season is supposed to be and so libra starts it scorpio maintains it and um sagittarius ends it and prepares for the next season you know what I mean? It's really interesting. Yeah. So, so yeah, you're definitely right with that as far as Scorpio really being about that fairness, too, and, like, you know, weighing, you know, the scales, you know? And that's, that's actually another interesting thing about Scorpio or that energy as well is because it is also that sign that's very much associated with death mm-hmm. and loss, you know? And it's because it is seen as that sign um, that when the sun or any planet is in it, it's in the last sign before it starts to descend um, under the horizon. You know, um, I mean, that's more of like a house thing than a sign thing. But, you know, if things are aligned that way, right, um, I guess you could make that correlation that um, Scorpio kind of sits with that energy of being the gate of hell. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's because it's the last, you know, energy that you see before the planets descend, you know, into the, the dark times. Or before, you know, everything goes into darkness. Um, and, you know, the thing about light and dark, we're just talking about qualities of light. You know, we're not talking about darkness as being evil. It's just more about, like darkness being like you just can't see stuff (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. what i mean and back in the day when people were you know marrying their perception of the universe versus um or with um their perception of just their mundane life you know it it was a world and a society that was very much dependent on light. if you could see something you can do stuff but if you can't see anything you can't do stuff. you know
1: that's so funny because you know, literally in my life it when it gets dark at night like i can't i don't want to, i can't clean i can't do anything because i feel like i can't see
2: yeah Interesting. And, and, yeah it's true yeah and i mean that's that's exactly what it is and that's why scorpio is also associated with you know death because death is one of those um energies like it happens to everything that exists you know it's it's something that's coming Um, But there's so many unknowns that come with death. Like, what happens after you die? You know, what happens, blah, blah, blah. You know, like, there's so much uncertainty around it, you know? And that is the same with darkness. There's so much uncertainty with darkness. That's why back in the day, the dark times were not a favorite time for people. That's why people loved the summer and the spring, because the days were longer and you can see and be more productive, Mm -hmm. you know? So...
0: I'm just really lazy, so any excuse to make me get sleepy and get comfy. And yeah. so when it gets dark early I'm like, Ooh, pajamas Yeah. So yeah. It's a cozy yeah. time. Cozy mm-hmm. time. Yeah.
2: So But with that being said, moving on with uh, the next few things in September, so we we talked about these squares happening, but then on the 19th, you know, so we're going to have this like long run of like back and forth between like who has the most oomph in those squares, you know, is it going to be Mars or is it going to be Saturn this day or is it going to be Uranus this day? That's going to be a back and forth throughout the whole month. But in the middle of all of that, on the 19th, we're going to have a lunar eclipse, okay okay so dun 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 november starts the eclipse season i was gonna
0: say because if we have a lunar one so that means next what in a couple weeks we'll have a solar eclipse right exactly
2: so the lunar eclipse yeah every time there's one eclipse there's going to be a second one um so we we're starting with a lunar eclipse in on on november 19th and then on (laughs) december 3rd there's going to be a solar eclipse okay okay so um, you can tell what kind of energies are going to be happening with eclipses because a lunar eclipse and a solar eclipse energetically, they're very different. But you look at the energy that's being eclipsed, right? In this case, it's a lunar eclipse. So the light that's being darkened is the moon's light, right? Mm-hmm. So if we think about the moon as being this a celestial body um, that, allows us to reflect on things that allows us to do our magic you know that's what's going to be eclipsed by the earth's shadow um and remember every time we have a lunar eclipse that is also called a blood moon because you don't actually see the moon disappear in the night sky because the earth's the earth is what goes in between the moon and the sun and so it's the moon's shadow that covers the moon and then the moon just turns red
0: i did not know that
2: yeah so
0: that's really cool okay. yeah
2: so um every time there's a lunar eclipse it's always going to be a blood moon and it's going to be red but this part uh, this particular lunar eclipse is a partial lunar eclipse so it's really just a portion of the moon that's going to turn red <laughs> you oh, know wow. what i mean so um yeah so it's just a portion of the moon that's going to turn red and we're going to have a little tiny sliver that's still um that bright mm,
0: so she's just going to be all sorts of interesting looking
2: she is she is and this is also um a really interesting lunar eclipse because the uh the lunar nodes are going to be moving into the next sine axis so basically We know when eclipses are going to start because the trajectory of the moon and then the trajectory of the sun at two points in the year meet, right? And that's what's called the lunar nodes, but every one and a half years they shift into the next sign. So yeah, every one and a half years, they shift into the next sign. And for the past year and a half, they uh, the eclipses have been happening along the axis of Gemini and Sagittarius, right? Okay. But in this particular month, they're going to be shifting into the axis of Scorpio and Taurus. And so we're going to get our preview, our first of, um, of a lunar eclipse happening in the sign of Taurus.
0: Is that a good... Well, I mean, I guess that's all up to... That's all up to the person to say, is that a good thing? But, mm-hmm. like, I mean, it, I feel like just because it's a shift and mm-hmm. we know that when things are in, in motion, when things are changing, it's, it's always uncomfortable. Yeah. And eclipses, I think, are uncomfortable anyway. Yeah. So you're going to have a bad time. Yeah. Um But in general, with, like, the moon, uh, with the eclipses um, going to be happening in Taurus... hmm is that a good thing normally would that be because it's a more stable sign would that kind of like lay a different foundation
2: yeah it could be the the energy is definitely going to be different because when we're talking about that axis of you know let's say um sagittarius and gemini it's a very stimulated um it's a very stimulating energy um it's a very stimulating energy and it's also an energy that is it's it messes with your thought forms and it messes with your spirituality because Sagittarius is very much associated with the spiritual the law and order aspect because it's Jupiterian and then you have Gemini which is very mercurial and it's all about getting into the finer details of things and stuff like that you know but then when it shifts into Taurus and um scorpio now it becomes an energy that revolves around form and matter so taurus very much being associated with you know your material possessions your finances you know um practical um reasoning and then scorpio being that energy that's very intuitive it has that intensity but is now um dealing with form and matter in a different way where Taurus is about receiving and accumulating material things. Scorpio is about surrendering and losing them. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So when you have eclipses, eclipses basically fast track or jumpstart new themes in your life. And so with this lunar eclipse happening on the 19th, it could jumpstart or initiate a new challenge for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So.
0: I like that you say that because my baby's due four days after this. (laughs) So I'm like, yes, this is, this is accurate. And and you
2: know, the thing is with eclipses, like, you know, the the stuff that shifts doesn't have to necessarily be on that day. Like sometimes people experience shifts anywhere from five to 10 days before or after, Mm -hmm. you know, so, um, so yeah that's a thing so but this is kind of like the preview of the the nodes moving into that axis so the eclipse that's happening um early in december it's that's the last of the uh it's gonna move back into like sagittarius i think it is uh yeah it's a total solar eclipse in sagittarius and then that will be the last of the Gemini Sagittarius um, eclipses um, for another maybe seven or eight years. Wow. Hmm. Something like that. So yeah.
0: Interesting. All right. All right. Yeah.
2: So it's going to be a pretty cool eclipse. And so for all you um, witchy people out there, remember you can do magic on an eclipse, but I don't recommend it. Mm. (laughs) I really, really, really don't. Um, the energy of eclipses is, is definitely very stark and very powerful but when we talk about magic especially planetary and astrological magic being very much um, being very much um, connected to light or this quality of light when you have the two luminaries lose their light you can't really pull magic from them you know what i mean so that's why i say like if you're trying to do magic don't just don't just don't
0: it's it's a very i think we've talked about this before on a previous one and we Mm. said that like it has like a werewolf kind of vibe right it totally
2: does yeah
0: and so i think this would be a good time to take your rock and instead of throwing (laughs) it at something hide under it yeah you know, be, you know, and there's nothing wrong with being mundane. And sometimes being mundane yeah. is the most magical thing you can do. It's oh, it about writing totally yeah. that hedge and it's about understanding your boundaries. So maybe that's what we need to be doing on this day. Yeah.
2: No, I totally agree. I totally, totally agree. So, um... Uh, moving on from the eclipse, though, we have like some interesting things that happen in between the 19th and then the last day of November. I think some of the more notable things is we have the sun now moving into Sagittarius and totally shifting from that Scorpio energy to an energy that is brighter and a little bit more optimistic, you know? Um, and then on the 24th, we have Mercury going into Sagittarius as well um and that particularly is not fun because mercury hates sagittarius it's it's one of those signs he does not like and not because you know he can't communicate or express himself through that but you know we we know mercury being that planet that likes to be analytical and like fine tune, you know expression and communication but in Sagittarius he has too much freedom and he kind of doesn't have parameters in it in that sign so did Mercury just lose his filter he loses his filters Uh yeah (laughs) so like he's kind of and he's he's asked to do his job of communicating and expressing and manifesting with no boundaries and that can be kind of interesting or hairy <laughs> you know I do so, want to
0: say for anybody that does any kind of like automatic writing or channeling yeah. of some sort this may be a fun time to oh yeah give that a whirl oh, though absolutely
2: and you know also you know we're you know earlier in the month we had um Mercury in Scorpio that's a great time to practice mediumship
0: mm-hmm. oh yeah you know true. what I
2: mean because of that you know so but yeah no I think you're absolutely right like using or leaning into that energy that mercury has to do his job through automatic writing is perfect for that Mm -hmm. yeah for sure yeah that
0: sounds that sounds really so yeah
2: by toward uh toward the end of the month he's going to be going into that sign um, of sagittarius or ingressing so um basically um those are really all the big things for november um i would say that november ends with this sort of realignment of perspective because things start moving out of scorpio oops things start moving out of scorpio and finally ending that like grand square you know to everything but that square is still there at least between saturn and um Uranus, so that is going to perfect in december and remember that's an energy that's not going to go away for a while mm-hmm. because uranus moves really slow saturn moves really slow so that energy is actually something that's going to follow us into 2022 it's not going to be as bad though but it will still be there mm-hmm. and it's not until saturn finally leaves aquarius that um we won't have to deal with that anymore. And he'll leave Aquarius in like a year.
0: Okay. So. Okay. And you said that it's, yeah, like it's going to kind of follow us this like intensity that we're experiencing, mm-hmm. but that it's going to kind of mellow out Yeah. by the spring. And yeah. then things are going to kind of get a lot more fun.
2: It's going to get a lot more fun. And then I think it's like June, July, it's going to hit again because
0: June always sucks. As far as like astrology goes, I started to, <laughs> to notice that I've paid attention over the past yeah. couple of years now no that's true and it's yeah no that's
2: that's definitely true but it's just kind of like where things are because the the planets that create the most shift and change are the slower moving planets because if they're in a bad spot they're not going to leave that bad spot for years literally Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know so it's like when they start to move away from the position that they are then it'll change so like when you know like let's say um Uranus finally moves out of um, Taurus and goes into Gemini, things are going to start happening like (laughs) July-ish, you know? So it, it shifts when the slower planets shift you know so
0: which seems to be around June and July like yeah. I've, I've started to notice that over the past couple of years I feel like and it's always you Jarrell that's like we're going into the meat grinder and I'm yeah. like what is this it's like and I made a joke once I was like it's the summer of a thousand retrogrades and then I realized no that's just it's just called summer that's, that's just what fucking summer is
2: yeah but but yeah you know the thing is it's like those those retrograde periods like those really you know hard challenging like square opposition periods like they will shift slowly into like other months but right now this is just where they're you know cumulatively like you know a- happening
0: let's just get it over with fuck it i don't like <laughs> summer anyway it's hot all right it's really hot there's just yeah. there's a lot of sun out yeah. everyone's electric bill is high because yeah. it's hot let's just throw the retrogrades and let's just do all of it fuck it
2: yeah so I mean, but that's 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 pretty much everything that I can think of for November at least, like all the the main notes. So.
0: Okay, so get your rock, hit someone with <laughs> that it, big hide rock. under it. <laughs> maybe get a, a basket of rocks of various sizes for various purposes. Practice your uh, automatic writing. What was the date for that again? The twenty fourth. Uh, the
2: twenty fourth, but you know Mercury's going to be in that sign for a while, so so on it just the twenty
0: fourth go get yourself a sketch pad, a really big <laughs> one that can just be like, so it can just kind of be your automatic writing pad. That's actually not a bad idea. Yeah. Um, if anyone actually does do that, my one piece of advice I have, well, I have two pieces of advice for you is um, have someone like check your work because you'll look at it and you'll be like, it's just all. gosh, <laughs> Yeah. Like it's just all like little loops. but then someone else might look at it and actually find words. So it's actually really good to have someone else check it. And then you can also, like, journal, like, on the back of it or whatever of, like, who you were trying to contact or some if there's anything notable that you need to write. But then date it. Where were you when you did it? And then my other piece of advice is save it because I am so glad that I've saved some of mine because I've been able to, like, actually find out information about stuff and be like, hold on. I have a piece of automatic writing that confirms this. Oh my god! So save it and just, I don't know, make a a photo album of just scribbles. Like it's fine. You never know. (laughs) Just hang on to it. Right. That's so fun. I love that. Yeah. It's pretty cool. It's pretty fun. So awesome. All right. Let's, let's fucking do it. Let's, Let's get through let's, November. Let's get through November. Let's let's have a baby. Let's eat some turkey. Okay. Let's do some automatic writing. Oh, yeah. We fucking got this, guys. Yeah, yeah <laughs> absolutely kidding. for sure. Who is your shout out, Drell? Ah, uh, I'll get back to you, Monica. Okay. I am going
1: to shout out to my buddy Vinny. Vinny, this is for you.
0: It's I love his you. birthday month, so. and it's Vinny's
1: birthday month too. So we mm-hmm. yeah. so got
0: Monica and Vinny, and Vinny for those of you that might be confused, is Big Papa Strega. Yes. So shout out to both of those Stregas right there. Yeah. I, yeah. Think, I think I'm just going to do a shout out to, to you, Monica. Happy Thank birthday. You. Happy you, birthday Tara.
1: month. Yes. And yes, health. month. That's right. And Jill, and many others. Yes.
0: <laughs> happy birthday to the Scorpios, Monica. Happy birthday. Thank you very I, much. This shout out is partially to you then. Yeah, let's just, let's take it away. Give you the whole month. All right. Let's <laughs> do it. Um, I hope that you eat... Lots of vagina pizza. <laughs> yes, if <you> can <laughs> and it. A substantial cannoli. Oh, yeah. Good I one. don't know if I mean an actual cannoli or if I'm just being a pervert and making metaphors. You know what? I hope you get both. Thank you. I want <laughs> yeah, the whole enchilada. Happy birthday, okay. baby. There you go happy birthday <laughs> thank you thank you thank you thank you everybody yes and to all of our scorpios and november sages out there that are listening happy birthday to you guys if you are one of the november sages are you a, is it can you tell us are you a sagittarian or is it a sagittarius <laughs> <laughs> like, sagittarius
1: yeah
0: way way in here you know what <laughs> All right, we're gonna get this episode out and then I'm gonna give it a couple days. We're gonna put a poll on Instagram for this. Yes, yeah, and let's so see. Who, yeah, let's see which we are. see. It's Sagittarius. Yeah. yeah. No, but speaking of social media, you can follow us on Instagram, Wine Spirits and Witches. Don't forget if you have questions or stories, please email them to us, wine Witches at gmail.com. You guys send us great things on Instagram, and I promise you they will not make it on to Ask Astraga that way. You've got to send them to the email. Um, But I did want to say, we also have a Facebook group that's really active and it's cool because it's definitely become more of like a community and I see people like making friends on there and stuff, which is rad. Um, We get a lot of requests and people don't actually fill out any of the questions that I put on there. So if you are one of those people I have denied you, please go back and request to join again and answer the questions. Do your homework. Yes. And I will let you come play with the coven. Yes. There you go. (laughs) There you go. Gerald, thank you so much. As thank always. Thank you. Welcome. For, it was fun. This was fun. It was nice to do it in person. Yes, yeah, it's yeah, nice to be. It feels very good to be back in person. So, thank you to everyone and a happy start to the holiday season guys yes and
1: have a happy baby too
0: yes and a happy baby and ricky is furiously shaking his phone at me to shout out the patreoners angie and aaron because he wasn't paying attention at the beginning of the episode where i already did so just (laughs) one more time angie and aaron (laughs) You guys rock. Thank you for joining the coven. Um, and again, just to like, just dig it into Monica a little bit more. I hope you guys all enjoy our little secret.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay.
0: On that note, marry me. Mary part. And, and marry me again.